Greetings, listeners, and welcome to another episode of Confessions of the Unknown. I'm Fairy, your guide through these haunting narratives, each one more chilling than the last one. This podcast is a proud collaboration with creepybonfire.com, your go-to destination for all things horror and mystery. Tonight, we're sharing tales of Airbnb stays that turned into ghostly encounters. So pull up a chair and sit next to the bonfire. It's gonna be a chilling night. Our first story is shared by Your Travel Flamingo, and she takes us to London, where a New Year celebration becomes a night of unexplained phenomena. In 2018, two of my two close girlfriends and a guy friend decided to spend New Year's Eve partying in London. We booked an Airbnb flight for the few days leading up to the New Year. Upon checking in, the apartment seemed completely normal. In fact, it was exceptionally bright and cheerful looking due to the chic decor and big windows. The only thing that looked off was this creepy sketch of a half-faceless child that was mounted right next to the front door. In this sketch, the child had dark holes for eyes. It was hiding in a doorway with only half his face peeking out and the other half in shadows. It was just creepy. I remember my friends and I making some cheeky remarks about it and how the owner must be a bit of a nut job. We didn't think much of it further than that. We were much more preoccupied with which pubs were gonna heading out for the night. Around 9 p.m., we head out for the night, and I was the one to lock the door. I specifically remember turning the key and locking the door before we left, and nothing more. I'm sure of that. That's why what happened when we returned disturbs me the most, possibly more than the others. We came home between 2 to 3 a.m., Admittedly, we were all tipsy, but none of us were incoherent. I handed my guy friend the key and let him open the door since he was in front of me. We watched him struggle for a few seconds and I'm unsure why. I just assumed he had had too many drinks. But after a couple of seconds, he was still struggling. It wasn't until he started throwing his shoulder into the door that I finally busted open. He had forced the door open, which ended up breaking the doorframe. The doorframe had been yanked off the wall by the chain which was secured onto the door. The frame had broken and was half dangling midair and half supported against the open door. We stood there and stared at it a few seconds. In my drunk mind, I couldn't understand why that happened. It took a few seconds before I realized what was wrong. 
We stood in that doorway confused as fuck. The reason he couldn't open the door was simply because it was chained shut from the inside. But how? There was no way that chain could have been locked from the outside and since I was the one to close it, I knew for a fact that I hadn't touched that chain. Our initial thought was that someone was in the apartment, which was a huge reason for concern. My guy friend, armed with liquid courage, went to inspect the small apartment. It didn't take long for him to announce that there was no one in there. Moreover, we were located on the 14th floor in a glass building with no balconies. There is no way someone could have gotten in except through the front door. If they did come in through the front door, they'd have to lock the chain to get back out the front. I started to get a real tense feeling in that hallway, and I remember just not wanting to look towards the creepy-ass cats on the wall. I felt like someone was there with us, looking at us. The realization that someone or something had been in our apartment set in. Whatever it was, it had the ability to physically lift and secure the door chain into the latch. In England, the chains are big and heavy. You have to lift it up and slide it with intention through the latch to lock it. There was no chance of trying to blame it on a non-existing wind or anything somewhat rational. Needless to say, we were pretty scared. Some of us in the group didn't believe in the paranormal before that, but I think that changed after that night. We slept together that evening, and I'm pretty sure we left the light on. We didn't have any other incidents for the other two nights we stayed, and I don't remember thinking about it that much. However, I will say that I definitely avoided looking at that sketch by the front door for the rest of our stay. After we checked out, I emailed the owner telling him about the experience. He confirmed that no one could have gotten into the apartment, but did not divulge further. Recently, upon doing some research, I learned that the apartment is no longer on Airbnb or Booking.com. I wonder if it received negative reviews from guests who experienced what we did and that preventing it from getting booked on those websites. I did find it on other platforms though. Do you have a ghostly tale to share? Maybe an encounter that left you questioning the boundaries of our world? Send your stories to creepybonfire at gmail.com and be a part of our community's ever-growing tapestry of the paranormal. Now next move on to the next strange experience from an Airbnb. I surprised my girlfriend with a trip to Cincinnati to see the Newport Aquarium last week. I really wanted to get out of my parents' house, so I booked an Airbnb somewhere in the edge of town for the weekend. The pictures of the apartment seemed nice, and we were both excited to see the town as well as have a weekend to ourselves. 
When we arrived, we were a little bummed about the state of our accommodation. Aside from the trash unemptied by the last residence, it was clear that the hosts had been very specific about the pictures they had been posted online. The apartment was obviously very old, as well as empty. It was bare of furniture except for the essential bed, couch, and modest kitchen appliances. I did a full inspection of the apartment, including spot-checking the bed for bedbugs, making sure that there was no mold, checking the locks, and some other stuff. Lastly, I came around the bathroom, which was in desperate need of a remodeling. The shower had stains, the toilet was hardly flushed, and the sink barely had any water pressure. It was clear we had definitely not been sold on a weekend stay in paradise. After day one of exploring the town was over, we were both tired and had climbed into bed. After about an hour of tossing, I had realized I had to use the bathroom. And this is where things got creepy. I sat down on the toilet and pulled out my phone to scroll through Instagram when I noticed something move out of the corner of my eye. I looked up from the screen and noticed the bathroom door had opened and was slowly moving till it came to a creaking halt against the shower curtain. I froze for a minute to collect my thoughts and dismissed the incident as a draft moving through. I was sold to that idea, till I realized that the shower was now on. The loud noise of the water rushing out of the trap petrified me. On the toilet with my pants around my ankles I was truly frightened. Glued to the sitting terror. I admit it, I froze like a coward. I didn't know what to do. After maybe seven or so seconds, I got up and turned the dial on the shower. Terrified, I went back to my room and closed and locked the door. My girlfriend, who had slept through this whole event, was suddenly awoken by my haste to close the door. So I explained to her the whole story. My mind was racing for the entire night. I never took my eyes off the door and I buried myself in bed and covered my ears to block all the possibilities of something happening again. Or at least me hearing it. I made it through the night and investigated when the sun gave me the courage in the morning. I had left the door open, forgot to flush, and the tap was still dripping in my attempt to flee so quickly. I have no explanation for why the shower turned on, and I think now after 30 years of being alive, should I now become a believer in the things that we cannot see among us? As we shut the doors to the previous mysterious events in our last story, our journey into the unknown isn't over yet. Up next, we enter the strange world of Airbnb Room 13. 
a place where the line between reality and the paranormal blurs. I never thought I'd be the one to say this, but I've seen a ghost. Yeah, you heard me right. It all started when I booked this seemingly cozy Airbnb for my vacation. The place looked normal enough, nestled in the quiet residential area. Too quiet if you ask me. Not a single bird chirp. Which was weird, but hey, I was on vacation and ready for some peace, right? The room was okay, nothing fancy. But the moment I stepped in, something felt off. The air was thick, almost suffocating. I shrugged it off, dumped my bags, and decided to explore the town. Everything was fine. Until I got back that night. It started with a fawn light. One minute it was bright, the next it deemed to a creepy glow. I thought it was just faulty wiring or something. But then things got weirder. I was lying in bed, scrolling through my phone, when I felt the sheets tug. I looked down, expecting to see my foot caught or something. Nope. The sheets were being pulled off me, slowly, deliberately. My heart raced. I pulled them back up, trying to convince myself it was just my imagination. Then the real shit begun. I felt this heavy presence settle next to me on the bed. Like someone invisible has just plopped down beside me. I froze, too scared to move. The room felt colder, and I could see my breath. That's when I saw it. A shadowy figure in the corner of my room. Just standing there, watching me. I closed my eyes, hoping it was a trick of the light. But then the sheets, they were pulled again. This time over my face, pressing down hard. I couldn't breathe. It felt like hands, cold. And yelling, I fought, kicking and screaming, until it let go. That's when I heard it. A low, guttural laugh echoing the room. I didn't wait any longer. I grabbed my stuff and bouldered out. It was around 1.45 a.m. The streets were empty and the silence was deafening. I kept on looking over my shoulder, half expecting to see that shadowy figure following me. I found a 24-hour diner and waited there until sunrise. I was trying to make sense of what happened. At 4.30 a.m., I messaged the Airbnb host. I said, dude, your place is haunted. I mean, seriously, they should have a warning for this stuff. A hunting claws or something. I never went back to that room. But sometimes, when it's really quiet, I get
can still feel that heavy presence, like it's right next to me waiting in the shadows. And I wonder, was it just that room or did something followed me home? If this hunting story has captivated you, then you'll love what creepybonfire.com has to offer. You can make it your weekly ritual to visit and immerse yourself in a world where horror culture thrives. So let's dive into our next Airbnb ghostly experience. About four years ago, me and about nine other friends stayed at a large Airbnb house. This house had three stories. On the first evening we were staying there, I was in the middle story when I heard what sounded like my friend call out to me, asking me to come upstairs to help him. I shouted back, What's up? He responded with, Just come up and I'll show you. I went upstairs and straight to the friend that I was talking to. He seemed very confused. According to him and everyone around him, no one has said anything. I thought that maybe I thought someone was talking to me when they weren't, but no one had really been chatting at all time. I assumed they were messing with me, so I went on with my day. The next morning, a friend that wasn't aware of a previous event said that she was a little creeped out by her room. I had a wardrobe with sliding mirror doors. She had closed them when she left the room last, but on her return, when she went to go to bed, they were opened. She thought nothing of it, closed them, and lay in bed on her phone. She says that later the doors slid open by themselves again. She closed them, assuming that maybe the house is slightly slanted or something. The doors later slid open, but in the opposite direction. She didn't sleep well that night. That last incident came on the last day we stayed there, when a friend of mine mentioned that the piano creeped him out at night. I said that there was no piano. He said he distinctly heard a piano playing about 3 a.m. in the morning. Another friend later also claimed hearing a piano at 3 a.m. We tried to rationalize it, saying that maybe it was someone watching TV or some sort of video on their phones that had a piano. So I asked around, and no one was awake at 3 a.m. That's about it. Occasionally, all of us reported finding sliding doors open that we sworn we had closed, but due to having so many people in the house, there was no way we couldn't be sure it wasn't something opening them. Nobody could explain the other stuff though. These stories remind us that sometimes the most ordinary places can hide the most extraordinary secrets. Now, would you be more skeptical about your next Airbnb experience? Don't forget to subscribe and follow us on creepybonfire.com and all major podcast platforms. 
I'll wait for you here next week for more narratives that connect our world with the mysteries that lie just out of sight.